You're listening to Comedy Central. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. January 29th, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. tonight our guest tonight is a titan of wall street boo whose company elevest is transforming investing for women yay <laughs> sally krocek is joining us everybody it's going to be a really fun conversation also also on tonight's show your iphone is always listening jeff flake does the most flaky thing ever and starbucks is ruining america in a new way but first let's catch up on today's headlines The Mueller investigation, it has been going on forever. When Moses came down from the mountaintop, he was carrying 10 commandments and two Bob Mueller subpoenas. (laughs) But now we've got an update. And now I don't know if you guys remember this, but after Trump fired Jeff Sessions and sent him back to the marshmallow mines, he replaced him (laughs) with this man, Matt Whitaker, current attorney general and former Hank from Breaking Bad. (laughs) And yesterday, The acting AG surprised everyone with news about when the final season of the Mueller investigation will drop. Tonight, for the first time publicly, the acting attorney general revealing the highly anticipated Mueller probe into Russian election interference is almost finished. I've been fully briefed on the investigation. The investigation is, uh, I think, uh, close to being completed, and I hope that we can get the report from Director Mueller as soon as as possible. Okay, uh, is that Sean Spicer in costume? What was going on there? And I also don't know what's in that report, but Trump's AG seems really nervous. Like, did you see how much he was sweating? What is going on? Like, forget collusion. I think Trump might have murdered someone. He's... Like, what happened? Did they hold the press conference in a hot yoga studio? Is that what this was? Like, it looks like the halftime interview of a basketball game and Mr. Clean was playing point guard. That's what it looks like. Honestly, and I'm not trying to be mean, but this guy looks like my doorknob after I take a shower. That's what he looks like. (laughs) Like, serious question. After this guy is done being the acting attorney general, can we just dangle him over Michigan and fix the Flint water crisis? Can we do that? (laughs) Like, I I can't understand why he's sweating so much. Maybe if we zoom out, we'll understand why we... Ah, that's what it is. (laughs) That's, yeah, from lift... That's why I never work out at the desk or ever. (laughs) All right, moving on to international news. China. Over the last decade, 
it has become one of the world's most tech-savvy countries. Basically, they saw Japan and the United States and they said, we want to do that. And apparently, now they've seen Black Mirror and said, we want to do that too. A province in northern China has a new app called the Map of Deadbeat Debtors. Oh, yeah, the app tells users if they're within three-tenths of a mile of someone in debt. The purpose is to get citizens to monitor debtors and report them to authorities if they seem capable of paying their debts. Okay, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard a government do. They've given Chinese citizens an app that tells them if someone around them is in debt and then they have to report them. But it only works when the person is within three-tenths of a mile. Why? Why that distance? It's not like you can catch being poor, right? <laughs> or maybe it is. Maybe that's why they're always wearing those masks in China. I thought it was pollution, but they're really just nervous about running into someone wearing knockoff Jordans. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I gotta say, though, this feels very dystopian when it happens in a surveillance state like China. You're like, the government is spying. But I think women in America would love this app, right? Like, how cool would it be if every time a broke-ass dude came up to you at a bar, <laughs> an alarm on your phone just went off? You know, just guys like, hey, baby, how you doing? Better than your credit score. <laughs> would be amazing. <laughs> would like completely throw off heckling. It would be like, damn, girl, can I buy you a drink? Uh, not according to my app, you can't. <laughs> Speaking of apps, FaceTime. It is the favorite app of grandparents and people who push the wrong button when they just wanted to make a call. <laughs> And now you might want to delete it. There's new concerns about FaceTime. A glitch affecting the popular iPhone feature was discovered overnight. It allows users to eavesdrop on your conversations, access your camera, even if you don't answer the phone. The major glitch uncovered overnight lets a FaceTime caller immediately hear the audio from your phone before you've accepted or rejected a FaceTime request. It essentially turns your phone into a hot mic, letting callers eavesdrop on you, even lets them access your camera without your knowledge. Yo, this is crazy. Someone can phone you on FaceTime, you don't answer, and then they can hear everything that you're saying while the FaceTime is ringing? That's a real problem. Because you realize the only thing you say when someone tries to FaceTime you is how much you don't want to FaceTime them. <laughs> That's the only thing I say. Yeah. Like, every time it rings and it's FaceTime, I'm like, ah, oh, great, now I gotta have a stupid conversation with this... Oh, man, I just don't... Hi! <laughs> All right, let's move on to our main story. The 2020 presidential election is now just 643 days away, which is super close. You realize that's barely enough time to have two babies <laughs> or three really unhealthy babies. <laughs> and because the election is so close, people are starting to ask, will anyone dare to challenge President Trump for the Republican nomination? And today, former Senator Jeff Flake boldly stood up and pulled his hat out of the ring. Before we start, I want to find out if you want anybody to call you president. Are you, are you, you thought about running in 2020? Are you going to run? I've always said that I, I do hope that uh, there is a Republican who challenges the president in the primary. I still hope that somebody does, but that somebody won't be me. We need someone to fight Trump, <laughs> but it's not gonna be me. <laughs> You know what I love about Jeff Flake, right? Is that he always gives the inspiring speech, but then he never goes on to do the inspiring thing. 
Like, I feel like if he was around during the Old Testament, when the giant Goliath walked out, he would have been like, he may be a giant on the outside, but I now see we need someone who's a giant on the inside. And I don't know if you guys have seen that kid Dave, like, with the slingshot. He's, like, really good. He hit a sheep one time and, like, totally fell down. He should fight. Like, he should fight. Not me. That's crazy. Not me. So once again, Jeff Flake is not going to stand up to Donald Trump. So for now, the only choice is the Democrats. But unfortunately, we already have the first Democrats to drop out of the race. Yeah, West Virginia State Senator Richard Ojeda. And I know what you're thinking. No, not Richard Ojeda. (laughs) And also, who is Richard Ojeda? (laughs) Well, if you didn't know before, don't worry about it, because he's already done. (laughs) You know, to be honest, I don't even understand how you can burn out this quickly. Like, the campaign barely started, and he's already out. He's like those cha-cha-dach assholes at the Olympics. You know those guys who sprint on lap two, and then by lap five, they just go lie down on the grass. <laughs> like, that's not how you win a marathon. Just ask the Kenyan. Come on, people, you gotta pace yourself. <laughs> you gotta pace yourself. <laughs> but the big news... The big news in the Democratic race isn't even coming from a Democrat right now. No. It's coming from the Starbucks tycoon and CEO who promises that RoboCop is safe, Howard Schultz. (laughs) Right now, his potential run as an independent candidate is making the Democrats shit themselves, which usually only happens after you drink his coffee. You see, because (laughs) Schultz, he has policies that are basically liberal. So there's a good chance that he could end up taking up votes that the Democrats need. And don't forget, in 2016, the Democrats only lost the Electoral College by 78,000 votes. So every vote counts. So a Schultz candidacy could swing the election to Trump, which is why when he showed up at an event in New York City, someone in the crowd let him know how most people feel. This morning, Starbucks tycoon Howard Schultz is getting roasted after announcing he's seriously considering running for president as an independent, heckled during a Q&A session in New York City Monday night. Don't help elect Trump, you egotistical billionaire (laughs) Oh, wow. You egotistical billionaire asshole? That's really harsh. I mean, not for New York. That's just how we greet each other here. It's just... <laughs> yeah, for everywhere else. But here, it's just like, hey, asshole, congrats on your new puppy. Thanks, he's a blessing, you prick. <laughs> so, Democratic leaders don't want Schultz entering the race. Uh, it doesn't seem like Democratic voters want Schultz entering the race. But there is one person who definitely wants him in. The make-believe billionaire in the White House. The president himself is taunting the potential third-party challenger, tweeting, Howard Schultz doesn't have the guts to run for president. Watched him on 60 Minutes last night, and I agree with him that he is not the smartest person. Overnight, President Trump told the crowd at a fundraiser at the Trump Hotel here that he was trying to get Howard Schultz into the race with his earlier tweet because the president thinks it will help him. That's according to the New York Times. Trump is so smooth, man. (laughs) Huh? tries reverse psychology on Howard Schultz and then tells everyone he's doing reverse psychology. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna tell him he shouldn't run, folks, but it's only a trick to get him in the race. It's like psychology, but in reverse. (laughs) I'm thinking of calling it upside down magic talk. (laughs) We'll be right back. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight... My guest tonight has overseen some of the world's top financial firms and is considered one of the highest-ranked women ever to have worked on Wall Street. She's now the CEO and co-founder of Elevest. Please welcome Sally Krawcheck. (laughs) 
Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Uh, it is good to have you here, especially in this time. It feels like uh, businesses are in the news for how they are handling uh, moving into a space where women are included. The gender pay gap is a large conversation that we are having. As a whole, it feels like the world is moving in the right direction. As somebody who's been a CEO, though, do you agree with that? No. As someone who's a person, I don't... And a woman. Right. It's not happening. The, uh, the gender pay gap, which is decades away from closing for white women, 100-plus years away from closing for black women, 200-plus years away from closing for Latina women. Wow. Right? The number of female CEOs in the Fortune 500 has declined by 25%. We're not making any progress. We're not moving forward. And this is despite the fact that there's reams of research out there, Trevor, that says that, you know, as a capitalist society, we look for better returns. Yes. And that greater diversity at the top of these companies can lead to better returns, higher profitability, greater innovation, et cetera. And we are going sideways at best and in many cases backwards. So you, you, were, you were a CEO of uh, Smith Barney, uh, Merrill, Lynch, Merrill Lynch Wealth Management. Um, when you were in those positions, what did you notice from the top? Is there something that happens maybe when you're a CEO where you're like, oh, I can't help the ladies? Or, like, what, what, is, is there a roadblock that is an institutional thing? What is it? Well, you know, the pipeline. We've got our diversity committee and we've got our mentoring right. program. Right. And, you know, but we, we need to let our managers manage. And so I think CEOs really do believe in the power of diversity. But middle management is where diversity goes to die. Because when it comes time to oh. promoting the next person, and you say, well, I think I read some research one time about diversity drives better results. But that young man, that young man who reminds me so darn much of myself when I was younger, I just feel like he's going to do a better job. That's a powerful way to put it. Because you read so many times about how uh, people hire the people who remind them most of themselves. Right. And so you have a vicious cycle of these men who are white, hiring white men who remind them of themselves. And sometimes it's, it's, it's an implicit bias. But, but you've come out and said that you don't believe that bias training helps. You don't believe that these, like, diversity programs help. And in Why fact... don't we just say everything we're doing doesn't help? Wow. That's... Right? If we're not moving forward, what we're doing isn't working. What do you think would help? I think CEOs deciding that it will be done and having it be done and overruling their managers who aren't getting it done and right. really paying them for it... That's what works. Mark Benioff at Salesforce saying, I'm, you know, forget about the reasons that we're paying this person, you know, this woman less than this, per this white guy, this person of color. We're just closing these gender pay gaps and just doing it is what makes the difference. Let me ask you this then. The argument that you hear a lot of CEOs say or, or, or middle managers or anything, they always come back with the same thing. They go, well, Sally, I want to I want to, uh, give these people promotions, but, I mean, I, I don't just want to give the job to someone because she's a woman. You I know, mean, I, we I can't wanna... lower our standards. We don't want to lower our we standards. We don't want to lower our standards. We don't want to lower our standards. Do we know? The standards. Let's the grab standards. a beer. <laughs> <laughs> we should run a company. Oh. This is nice. This is fun. But, yeah, like... Beer is good. But, yes. but how do you answer well, that? Well, hold don't on. Know let's, go, let's go back to the research. You and I have talked about this before. The research shows that we're not lowering our standards in business in order to promote women and people of color. We actually hold them to a higher standard, that white men are promoted based on potential. I think that young man is going places. Let's give him a chance. Whereas women and people of color are promoted based on what they've achieved. So when you hear... Wow. You know, gentlemen, when you hear your spouse, your friends, your et cetera, come home and say, gosh, I have to work twice as hard to make it, you know, as far. 
there really is some truth to this. And again, I think it's because of these implicit, I don't know if we want to use the word bias, but, but this comfort level we have right. with bringing along people like ourselves. So you took a step yeah. back and away from the world that you were in. You started this company called Elevest, which is specifically geared at helping women to get investment money right. to start companies, which again yeah. is another problem. It's actually to help women invest. To help them to invest. help women invest. So you, why, for, why is that necessary? Well, right, why would we have to do that? It's money, right? So we've talked a bit about the gender pay gap, but right. let's back up. There are all kinds of gender money gaps, and one is the gender investing gap. Women don't invest as much as men do. Women keep the majority of their money in cash. Men invest more of it, so women haven't earned those returns. That, you know, for your, some of your viewers, could be tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars over the course of their lives. When I worked on Wall Street, when I worked in the investing industry, it was, well, you know, women, you need to change. Right. You need, you need to be less risk averse. You need to, you know, have more financial education. I stepped back and said, wait a second. In an industry in which 90% of fund managers are men, 86% of financial advisors are men, maybe it's the industry that needs to change. Maybe an industry that's so male, built in investing, investing means that is all about winning and outperforming right. and alpha and beating the market. And Trevor, the symbol of the investing industry is a bull. Right. It's a phallic symbol. I've seen the bulls. Right? <laughs> Never thought of it that I'm way. I'm sorry, it's an anatomically correct phallic symbol. Why? Not a single woman I know says, you know, that bull just speaks to me. <laughs> I love that bull. No, what she sees is an industry that doesn't represent her and that is telling, has told her how to change. And so I thought, well, why don't we start a company, Elevest, that actually changes, that quits trying to change her, but changes the underlying product to the way that she wants to invest. Right. When you, when you look at uh, the men that work in the industry, you know, there are many good men who then yeah. don't seem to do the good thing. There are many men who will say, oh, I want this change to happen. I, I, I need it to happen. If they come up to you and they say to you, Sally, I, I would love for a woman to have this position. I just don't know where to find one. Where do they begin looking? Well, that's because their network tends to be individuals who are like themselves. And right. so they need to break out of their networks. One thing we hear at Elevest all the time, right? Because we're a financial technology company. We're tech, we use technology to drive a better client experience. We hear all the time, you can't find any women engineers. You just can't find them, right? They're impossible to find. Our engineering team is 50% women. Our company is 40% people of color. We're more than half women. It's because, we've, because we started at the beginning by bringing in a diverse workforce who, if they're having a good experience, reach out to their networks and right. say, you should be here. But if you're just hanging out with your network of people just like you, who you love to golf with, right? Then no, I, you know, I don't know anybody. Oh, there must not be anybody out there, right? No, you just don't know them. There's also a fascinating trend that I've read about where sometimes women who are in positions of power seem to be the ones who block other women oh, from progressing. Now we're going deep. <laughs> Absolutely. She's got a name. She's a queen bee. And I'll tell you exactly why she does it. Because the world, the business world she's grown up in, she looks up and she says, oh, I see the leadership table and there's one woman there. Or there are two women there. There's one person of color there. I got it. So in order to get to that seat, I'm not competing with all of you guys. 
I'm competing with her. Wow. And her and her. And so she's just being economically smart historically because if she wants that seat, she knows who she needs to knock out to get it. How do you change that thinking? Well, again, you know, it has to come from the top or increasingly it comes from the bottom. And what we're starting to see is, so we women got separated, right? We used to, remember we used to, in college, all the women, we travel in packs, right? Yeah, we don't I go remember. anywhere if we don't go in a pack. Oh, I remember. Right, it was so much fun. <laughs> so we get to the workforce and they completely separated us. We're competing against each other. Right. What these millennial women are doing is they're coming together, right? And they are affecting change. They're believing in each other. That's amazing. They're within companies like Nike doing surveys about the what was a toxic culture there and then changing it. We're seeing them come when Susan Fowler called out the CEO of Uber. They're believing her, they're coming around her. So they're changing the paradigm. So we women, we women are 51% of the workforce. We direct 85% of consumer spending. Um, we control $7 trillion of investable assets. But somehow we got convinced that we needed the men to empower us. Damn. Damn! You got deep. You got deep. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Sally Kortrick, everybody. Wow. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.